0: Thank you. Well, welcome back to the One Ounce Pour. This is season three, episode three. Lucky three is coming in hot. And uh, today we have Xana on the other line. Say hello. Hello. No one can see you, which is good for right now because, you know, (laughs) it's just one of those uh, people aren't paying us. So if they start paying us, then I'll be like, by the way, you're visible. But until then, You can subscribe
1: to our OnlyFans and I'm a bit of a... uh... I'll do anything for money, so you know. Oh, yeah. Tom might
0: show well, you his ex- butthole. Right. We don't know. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but before <laughs> we get Fantastic. started in anything involving Tom's nether regions, <laughs> everybody, grab your ounce. We, we got we got our liquor clicker here. Yeah. And go ahead and pour yourself your ounce and chin chin. Welcome to the one ounce pour. Thanks for having me. And for those that do not know what the One Ounce Pour is, we are a show all about hobbies. My name's Drew. I'm Tom. And uh, we started this show because we have had a lot of hobbies.
1: But we're not hobbyists.
0: We are definitely hobbyists. I'm probably one of the biggest hobbyists you'll ever meet in your entire life. I'm going to get that tattooed right above my ass crack.
1: He's just kidding. Federal officer. He's he's not a hobbyist.
0: (laughs) But we are. (laughs) And we're going to get it made on t-shirts when, again, people pay us. But... (laughs) for now i'm actually gonna start off today going a little different route because i just explored a new hobby
1: nice what do you got drew
0: i went jeeping in moab like for realsies nice yeah and that's jeeping it's like uh where you do the jeep wave to people and then go off road okay yeah (laughs)
2: can you show me the jeep wave one more time hey Hey, yeah, it's like,
0: oh, like you got your hand on the steering wheel, and then you just like pop All two right. fingers up, like, what's up? Okay. Yeah, and at okay. first I was like, wow, this is interesting, I get to do it to every Jeep. And there's a lot of Jeeps in Utah, so I'm kind of like, ah, oh, fuck, here comes a Jeep. Uh, mm, there you go, buddy.
1: <laughs> and I'll say this, when I had my Cherokee, yeah, I never did that.
0: Well, it's only a Wrangler thing. Oh, well. You would th- only have a Jeep Wrangler to do it.
1: Oh, whoop-dee-doo. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, if a Cherokee does it to him, you just flip him off. <laughs> You're not I think excellent. there's a lot
2: of motor vehicles that have like very specific waves because I know with yeah. like motorcycles there's like a low hanging like like the low hang like hand off to the side. Yeah, and
0: I don't know what it means anymore, but I think the origination of that was like don't end up on the ground.
2: It's usually like rubber side
0: down is the way you say that. Yeah, side yeah, yeah. Down. Rubber side down. You like, don't go down there. Like, and when I was riding, it was always weird to me because it was certain bikes. Like if I was on my little tiny Honda and I did that, like Harley guys would just shake their head, like "What are you doing, buddy?" <laughs> but then when I had like a fourteen hundred cc cruiser, I'd do it to Vespas, and they'd be all excited, like "Yeah!" <laughs> part of the crew. <laughs> everybody on two wheels gets to do
1: it, all right? There's no, like,
0: you know, oh, man, you're, you're not part of the club. Everybody's part of the club. They're all at their risk in their lives. So, so if
1: I get a moped, then I can do that?
0: Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. I'm a big Lots provider. of inclusivity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, open the doors for everybody. But anyway, Jeepin' down in Moab. It was so much fun. I had the wife and the two kids strapped into their seats back there, and we were... Tackling some terrain that uh, I probably shouldn't have had two kids in the car for.
1: So when are you uh, going to refinance your house and start doing all the cool shit to your Jeep, man?
0: That's the thing. I could see how <laughs> it becomes a big money pit because we we just did like, I don't know, it was like a two or three rated climbing Oh, thing. yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I think I need another two inches on this lift. And then I need like 35s, 37s. And maybe, like, you know, a special air down kit and some bigger shocks. And maybe this would be better. And I was like, for the one time I've done it. But, yeah, it it could be an expensive hobby. I could see that. So, Uh, you know, hashtag uh. Jeep life. I'm all about it now. I'm living that culture. (laughs) Uh, Probably going to get, like, all sorts of weird uh, stuff done to my Jeep. Like, the angry face. Let's tell my wife how much I hate Jeeps with angry faces because – like the an angry
2: face and the je- oh like the headlights yeah the
0: headlights are all angry looking they're like I'm a jeep <laughs> like you're in a jeep man chill out <laughs> you
2: can get those eyelash things that ooh
0: that's cars. how I that's the route I should go not an angry yeah. jeep but just eyelash jeep could
2: be like the girly
0: jeep like yeah Hi. like hey boys <laughs> well so I have a gladiator and uh we've named it Gladys. So it's it's an old lady jeep. You know, yay, we can. (laughs) That's how I drove it. it (laughs) Just like an old lady, like, oh, we're going up the hill and people are honking behind me and I'm like, It's my first time in a Jeep. (laughs) 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 Well, hey. Oh wow. We got that out of the way. Tom? Yes. Tommy T. Congrats
2: on your new hobby. (laughs) Thank
0: you. Thank you. I was fishing (laughs) for a compliment Tom never gives them to me, so why would I? Oh. I? I don't know. You don't <laughs> want my steam to get too high. That's the trick, right? No, you keep
1: him down so he does not really oh. think about himself.
2: Then, then bad on you for trying new things.
1: That's bad. Don't do that. I was going to say, when Drew uh, comes, hey, Tom, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting that lift. I'm about five grand short. Click. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, Tom. We need to start selling equipment. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> All right, I don't think we
1: got five and equipment. Give All us right. the Tom Eats. Tom Eats. Piper Down.
0: Piper Down. Yep. Ooh, wait, hold on. Piper Down, obviously uh, the Scottish bar, right?
1: Scottish and Irish bar, I mean, they've got- The only
0: reason I'm calling it a Scottish bar is because I've had a Scotch egg there.
1: Yeah. They're had... huge. Yeah, they're good.
0: Those are so yeah. good. Oh,
1: yeah. You go there for brunch on Saturday or Sunday, oh, Pig scotch eggs So good And then lunch specials every week uh, Or every day actually So, so here's we, a question yeah. What's
0: your favorite bar food? There? No just in general Just over, over all your bar eats What was your favorite one?
1: I mean wings are always a pretty safe bet right. um, But there definitely the poutine
0: Poutine Alright oh, Zanna So tasty.
1: Oh, nice Best bar food?
2: I'm, I'm so boring Fries and ranch
1: No
0: as that's, as not and ranch that's not boring at all That's not boring at all have you ever had Omar's uh, zucchini fries? Those are good. Yeah. yeah. So
2: been, it's been a long time
0: since I've been to Omar's. F- yeah. yeah. Well, I now you, now you know where your fiance, by the way, congratulations, can take you. Okay. Get some.
1: Hey. It's <laughs> 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 like Taylor Tomlinson. I am now better than everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, every woman does the thing. Right, know? right. Like, oh, yep. well, let's see the ring. It's not like they're like, oh, no, 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 no. You know, it's just for me. No, they're like, yeah, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you will look at it you will like it. I have decided. <laughs> I always like the pictures, too, because they're like, they'll put it next to their face. Like, oh, I got engaged. Like, who asked for that <laughs> picture? I
1: don't know. Eh,
0: whatever. That way you, you can correlate the face to the stone, I guess. Like, yeah, this is for size comparison.
1: God. <laughs> wow And Drew I tried just that went with a right into the deep end on that me. one
2: <laughs> I was like look and she was like what am I looking at
1: no, Oh! I like, ooh.
0: But I, mm, mm. What's her address let's cut her
2: No she's one of my bestest friends we're not cutting people
0: Okay alright <laughs> I'm just saying if it needs to happen You You'll know my her new her hobby is there. cutting people You'll for you there. Yeah <laughs> Just be yeah. like either a side slash or a downward slash, diagonal slash. However, whatever you want, I'll just show up and be like, "That's from Xana.
2: I'm just gonna go. Th- I would. I would prefer a, a good fillet. Ooh, all the way down. That, wow. But, you know that's
0: gonna cost a little extra, but I'll do it for the same price I'd do a face <laughs> slash for you. Oh great! Yeah, um. yeah, yeah. Not that we're tangenting anymore, though.
1: So. Uh- <laughs> oh come on, I gotta be honest with you, man. My wife thankfully never like put her stone up to. Her stone is tiny, but the reason being is because I had to custom order hers, and holy shit, that was expensive.
0: Yeah, y- yeah,
1: yeah. When you start getting into the oh, let's get designs out, that's when it's like, okay, open up your wallet, Bubs, because uh, you're gonna be paying for this. No fun there. No. Yeah, no?
0: I am
2: happy to report that my ring is less expensive than Ryan's ring. Oh,
0: you so, know, oh! I'm like, Ryan is Ryan is quite the. I don't know how to put this gently. He's a man of exquisite tastes.
2: He got a really nice... Like, he just one of the gold band. It's very simple. But that thing was, like,
0: mm. it was quality. And Ooh. I was like,
2: mine's just pretty and it's cheaper. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got mine at a pawn shop and I felt pretty proud of that. Especially because oh. um, I'm pretty sure either it was given to the pawn shop out of hate. Because, you know, like, I don't need this anymore. Or... <laughs> It was given to the pawn shop by somebody who's like he doesn't need this anymore. <laughs> so I either have a dead man's ring or I have a very spiteful man's ring and I feel like it it has that energy to it like I can feel yeah. it like like
1: vibrating when people get angry. See, I'm kind of wondering with Ryan's ring if you throw it into the fire does like embroidery come uh, out and then you pull it out. Oh, now cold? we know. We talked
0: about. Now it. we, we didn't know. Do
2: it. We definitely talked about it. Wow.
0: <laughs> So let me ask you this. Is this ring as expensive as any of his guns?
2: Um, no, I don't think so at all. <laughs> like, I think it's like...
0: I, I figured that. And for folks that don't know, you can go back to season one, episode three or four, one of, one of those numbers, and listen to Ryan's episode. And then that's all the notary we're going to give him because this is not Ryan's episode. This is Xana's episode. Ah. So before ah, we get me, too far into that, though... Got to talk Drew's Brews Cruise because, again, I was in Moab, so I had to go to the Moab Brewery, or as I like to call it, the Moab Brewery. And I got the Grand Imperial Pilsner. It is delicious, so check it out anytime you're down in Moab. Maybe if you're jeeping, rock rock crawling. So you, you prompted me because you were talking about how you wanted to get into rock climbing. Yes. And that sounded like too much work, so I went and rock crawled.
1: So you kind of did the, I don't want to get exercise. I want to sit in a Jeep and go over rocks. It's amazing how many of those guys existed <laughs> out there.
0: <laughs> With like the Yosemite Sam on the back of their, their, their spare tire. Like, pack off.
1: And they're wishing that they had uh, Yosemite Sam's physique.
0: I think everybody wishes for that physique. <laughs> Last thing about Ryan, he's pretty close. And now, okay, now we're done talking about Ryan. We're on to Zana. Let's go. Let's go. All right, so Zana. First off, yeah. tell our listeners about yourself because you're a pretty amazing human being. What do you do? What's your what's your uh, what's your work like?
2: Last Ryan comment, like Ryan, I have my master's in mental health counseling and I work as a therapist. And um, currently, I'm working at a clinic doing dialectical behavioral therapy. So <sighs> super super fun. I'm my wife,
0: more. by the way, listening to this episode right now. Which she's not, because we're recording it. But when she listens to it, she's gonna go, "I know exactly what that is." So, oh yeah,
2: it's really, really, it's it's a challenging type of therapy, and it's it, I really like. I'm new to it, uh, but I've been working as a therapist on and off, or like somewhere in mental health for about thir fourteen years almost. Yeah, so I've been doing that. What else do I say? Like, currently, like, right now, if I look at hobbies, like, right Ooh, now, I'm...
0: Yeah, let's get right into the hobbies. We know <laughs> yeah, that you can study right the human brain, but what else can you do?
2: So, I really love CrossFit, and I've been doing that since 2013. <gasps> um, I like cycling, and I did the AIDS Life Cycle about five years ago, where okay. I rode my bike from perfect San Francisco to LA. What? Whoa. Um, yeah, that was really, really fun. I did it with my dad. I'm just throwing all the things at you, and you can pick what you want to chat about. Absolutely. I just ran with Bailey this morning. So no please, way. One of your yes, we did. We I've always loved running, and he came today, and I coached him through like a little, like just jogging thing. Walk a walk a lap, run a lap. Like yeah. So cycling, hiking. I'm gonna hopefully climb Monjaro in about two years. As my other three what? years. Well.
1: So I got a so question yeah. for you, as a yes. fellow hiker. You ever done Mount St Helens?
2: I have
0: not. No. Well, ha- have you done it, Tom?
1: No, I'm thinking about oh. trying to do it next year. But me and my buddy are like, I don't know, that looks tough. And so we we're, I was wondering if somebody who has done it been like, okay, if you prep for this long and if you can do this, mm-hmm. then you'll be able to make it.
2: So currently, right now, for like our uh, training regimen, like we're walking two days a week and then trying to get in like a good hike, like on a Sunday. Um, we just did what's called rabbit ears a couple of weeks ago, which is by Mount Thielsen. And this these two really tall things that you can go up because I know that, uh, Kilimanjaro is, God, don't quote me on this. It's like 20, is that 20 is 19,000.
1: Yeah. It's like 19 or 20,000 feet, feet. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, but I think Mount St. Helen was one of the ones that we were, i been talking about is utilizing for, for training purposes. Okay. Um, well, if you need
0: a good training, pur- training one, you should come this summer. And do Tipanogus. Tipinogus ain't that
1: bad, man. There's a lot harder hikes yeah, out there. Yeah, but
0: that's a good training. I think the top elevation is like twelve to thirteen thousand. Really? Yeah, it's pretty tall. Oh. Huh. And my wife, my wife would definitely do it with you because she loves that, would be that so
3: hike. Fun. Yeah,
0: I
1: would so love that. There you go. Because Spur i spurring yeah.
0: her into this left and right.
1: See, I know where. You, like when you go up in the the cottonwoods. Yes. In there, you start to get up. You're getting to you get fourteen. 14,000 feet up there. And then I think yeah. King's Peak is about fifteen thousand here.
0: And the the it. big benefit of Salt Lake training is that you're starting at like five thousand. You're feet. already at elevation. <laughs> so yeah. everything's just going up from there. Yeah. Well so how did you get into hiking? Is it something that like you did as with your family or what spurred you know, that?
2: So my sister when she so she's 10 years older than I am. And she was kind of like known as the adventurer in the family. She was very, very fit. She's five foot nothing and just like a little tiny muscle. She would come home during, you know, her holidays from school. And there were all these like trails behind my house that like, you know, my mom was very strict. So we didn't get to go out and do much. But like when she came home, I got to go with her. And there was all these great trails that we would go find. And we'd always talk about like eating blueberry pancakes together when we got home. <laughs> and um, it was always like the conversation, what are we going to eat when we get home? It was so exciting. Just from there, it was just like, I grew up in California, but I need to be in Oregon. Like this place where there's just so much to adventure and so much to find and just be outside. It's just wonderful.
1: It
3: is. So that was
2: kind of, I think the little <laughs> beginning of it. Like, yeah, it's, it's great out here. And what big um, hikes have but, you done
0: since? I mean, have you hit some so big mountains? it's been a
2: long time, but the Elson I've climbed, which is I don't know if you've seen that thing, but that thing looks a little bit like the Matterhorn in my oh, opinion. Oh yeah, okay, uh, okay, yeah. So you kind of hike it, you know, to a certain point, and then after that, it's like a boulder to a peak like this. It's terrifying and literally, if you go, I don't know if you're on Facebook group or for buddies on there, but there's a picture of me there, and it's just literally me a mountainside and just nothing but clouds oh, because oh. that's all it is and it's a really really like it's an easy hike up but then it's the bouldering up that's a really it's a big challenge so the and then um McLaughlin's out here mm-hmm. which was another yeah. real fun hike. but it's been a while since I've done those but we're inching our way up because it's been a while since pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> that's true uh, that's so th- those are some of the ones that I've done here and um other places i've hiked was like you know i used to live in humboldt and i lived in hawaii so i got to find some trail, trails out there too
0: Right, well, so, that's awesome right. yeah have you done good. have you done pilot rock
2: i have done pilot rock that's one of that my one's favorites super fun.
0: Yeah, yeah quick well, little well, jaunt up to it and then you're just bouldering your way up
2: yes well and i feel like pilot rock is a great trainer for Thielson because like you have to do that bouldering piece mm-hmm. yeah that's It's
0: a fun one.
2: so We'll probably get that one in here soon. Yeah.
0: So two to three years out on Kilimanjaro.
2: Two to three years out.
0: Okay. And you're already prepping.
2: We're starting prep now.
0: Perfect. And do you have like a set hike team or is this something you're roping Ryan into or what's going on?
2: I don't know if I'm going to get, I don't think he's walking with us um my hope is i can get him to just come and maybe like do a safari afterwards or something but we'll see there you go
1: it's got the Um, name kill a man in it drew i don't i don't uh, don't know how many people are gonna be uh volunteering for that one
2: (laughs) (laughs) he's really scared whether he's up there with me that would be the challenge
1: uh yeah fair enough no Fair
0: enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. People need their their uh you know hobbies when they're in a relationship. My wife was a ultra marathoner, and I, I don't have that physique, so never joined her on that. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's never too late to, to start, to Drew. It's too late. <laughs> it was too late when we first met, and she's like, "I'm into <laughs> running," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> How about I make this deal with you, Drew? If I
1: can do an ultra marathon, so can you.
0: Yeah. All right. Deal.
1: Okay. <laughs> Just for that, just for that (laughs) next year, I'm gonna be like, all right, Drew, let's do this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you then. (laughs) I'll see you then. (laughs) All right. So with your hiking, yes. How does somebody get into saying I'm gonna start hiking Kilimanjaro? Because that's that's like a you anybody could say that, right? But but you gotta start that.
2: I started with, so my, my friend Rosie, like we, you know, we've known each other for a long time, but we've actually gotten to know one another because we have this common goal. And she had just brought it up one day when we were just having a glass of wine. And she was like, I've always wanted to do that. Do you want to do it with me? And I was just like, yes. Kind of when you look and research Kilimanjaro, like it's called the Everyman's Mountain.
3: Mm. And,
2: you know, it's not as big as Everest. It's, you know, it's a easier hike in the sense I don't think there's like the mass amounts of like, you know. Snow and everything, so you can go different times a year. But we did find, um, and I don't remember what outfit er, there is, but there's different kinds of hikes you can do. So there is, I think, an eight-day hike. So you have more time to acclimate and really make sure that you kind of come up, come back down, and really just like, you know, you're more likely to be successful and reach the top.
3: Oh,
1: that's cool. So do you have to take oxygen up there? Like, do you have to have oxygen packs when you get up there, or...?
2: Not that I remember from, from reading it. I could be totally wrong to hold me to that. I don't I don't think so. I think that's what's part of the, the trip that they do where it's like they bring you partially up, bring you back down, and they do that over and over to really make sure that you're prepared.
0: Oh, huh, okay.
2: So, so it seems like it's doable. We'll see. <laughs> We're
0: going to have to check back in on on you with that whole scenario. <laughs> I mean, you know, hopefully in – Two to three years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it'll 3, be our season point. twenty, season twenty-eight, <laughs> episode three. We're back We're at back. it. <laughs> We're here. Yay! Well, that's gonna be awesome. I'm I'm excited to see that journey. It's yeah. gonna be cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, and it's been fun to have you know since pandemic, because everything kind of shut down. It's been nice to have like an, a lofty goal to kind of work towards, and you know, so I'm excited.
0: Get yourself to that goal. Yes.
1: So have you done any uh, hikes over in the Ap- Appalachians? Appalachians? No, I've...
0: and have you?
1: No, no. <laughs> I've heard, I mean, one of my goals is to do the entire Appalachian Trail. That's kind you of you
0: should. You should do the whole PCT trail instead. It's closer.
1: I want to do both. It's better. I want to do both. All right. There's so... also,
2: I know, a trail that they were doing that was like a, the California Coastal Trail. Trail that was going from like I think from you know the bottom of California and then all the way up. So oh. that was another one that I've been kind of curious about then that one also, like, you're <laughs> going through towns if you need to.
1: Yeah. So you yeah. have a little bit
2: more resources than just the, the PCT.
1: I was going to say, the PCT, I know that you have to like arrange drops and if it's if you're off, like if you get off course, things get bad pretty quick. And that's yes. kind of...
0: Ashland's a fun place to live because you used to see those people in town just completely broken and just like... <laughs> Huddled around all their stuff, <laughs> you know, tears, yep. and then like a van pull up and pick them up, and they just got in and left. And you are like, "Well, sorry, bud." Yeah.
1: <laughs> you were so close, but yet so far.
0: Um, yeah, I used well, to like there's hiking. Well, there is lots of pipes that. off that. Yeah, there is yeah. tons.
2: Yeah, like the White Rabbit trails. I am sure you went and did those a lot, Drew, when you were living here. But,
3: oh yeah, and that's my, my that wife I would
0: run go. all those trails, and we'd take our dogs up there. That was fun memories up there. That's that's cool stuff up there nice so not to get us off hiking but there's so much exciting stuff about you we just need to uh pick some stuff and go with it and i think what do you want to talk about next before i jump in on something um
2: oh god you you jump okay
0: i'm, I'm just, okay. Ha- I'm, just having I'm so excited tea. for this because uh you're a burner
2: i am a burner Whoa! i didn't
3: even think
0: about
2: that I mean,
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Dang, it, this was happening? a shock. This was a shock to me because I called and talked to Ryan and I'm like, "What are you doing this weekend?" He's like, "Uh uh I'm going to Burning Man." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is coming from the guy that would like have two beers and then watch all of us get drunk and just be like, mm, "Yeah, this is partying." <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> that's my boy yeah,
0: he's, yeah, I, yeah, so uh because this isn't ryan joe so fuck him how, you got to tell us about uh, you in the burning man okay. experience and like what's how does somebody uh, get into being a burner oh my
2: gosh so um there's a website burning man you know like just look it up you can get in there there's all kinds of things burning man is a wonderful wonderful community but yeah, I, I got involved in it actually right after my divorce because friends of mine bought me a ticket, which is not cheap. Oof. And um they brought me. And I got to be part of their theme camp, which was a restaurant. They had this four-star <laughs> restaurant at Burning Man. And they hid invitations to these really, like, fancy four-course dinners that we made out in the desert. Wow. And um, it was amazing. I was actually just hanging out with a bunch of my burner buddies just today. Like, it's just lifelong friendships are amazing. Yeah, it's just like, I I can't say enough good things about the community. And that's, you know, the cool thing about it.
0: Nice. Because but, what I hear is it is amazing people all trying to survive out in the desert in the yeah. brutalist kind of (laughs) conditions in in, this is just ignorance but for what I mean I know that they have like art exhibits do they have music Mm -hmm. exhibits I mean like what is everybody congregating out there for besides a bunch of drugs
2: and that's the thing is that like everyone thinks the drugs death is a huge part of it (laughs) not my gig because I cannot but What it really is is that like, there's the art, there's the music, there's the camps that bring in their own little things that you can do. There's like, if you go to any camp, you'll find something really great to do. But for me, what I really think is the reason we all get together is it's just this idea of inclusivity and like communal living and like really just building each other up. You will not find a mean person at Burning man. You will find always find somebody who wants to invite you in. You will always find somebody who wants to like lift you up, give you a compliment. They're just you know that's that's what the community is. It's just a group of people who just want to be around kind people. It's it's great. In the harsh circumstances, like you can always find help. You can always find somebody who's gonna be there for you. So it's it's pretty amazing. That's really what it what it is. You put put everyone of this harsh circumstance and then everybody just wants to help and chime in with one another.
0: It's, it's great. So um, off of that, what's your best burning man experience? Like if you could pick one and put it oh to words, God. what would it be?
2: Oh, there's so Or if many. you could just
0: put it to sounds. Like if you just want to be like, ah, oh, bah, 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 <laughs> then we'll just kind of navigate that too.
2: It's so funny. Is that like, there's, 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 there's too many to pick. And the last, Two years that I went, I got to work with the emergency services team. I did crisis intervention as a mental health counselor at Burning Man and provided services with people who are having emergencies like mental health or even, you know, anything related. And I got to work with some really killer people. But I feel like one of my favorite memories, honestly, was like one of my best friends, Eva, who I was telling you, she's the one that I was joking with the ring and didn't notice it. But so we will not be playing. That
0: fling. I'm not going to be cutting. Um, right. We're
2: not going to be cutting up Eva. She's You're a wonderful, safe, wonderful, Eva. Woman. Um, (laughs) she's also one of the ones who got me the ticket my first year she is the one who got me my ticket our first year together my first year because I tend to be a little squirrely and excitable about things so one of our first all-nighters out together we she had said Susanna in the event that you get excited about something I need you to give me a code give me something so I know that you're running off and I was like what are you talking about she's like I just know you well enough that I know you're gonna get excited and squirrel off and I just was like okay well how about I'll just I'll scream squirrel I'll scream squirrel if
0: okay I'm going to do See, that. this is how this is how I know I've said this multiple times but I think this is how we're we're definitely uh two relatable humans my spirit animal serious? yeah well my spirit animal is a golden retriever and I'm pretty oh sure God, you're yes. squirrel, 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 <laughs> squirrel. Yeah,
3: yep, exactly. So you're
0: out at Burning Man and you're just running around yelling Man. squirrel. It's
2: this, it's this wonderful, wonderful night. And um, the other thing is that like, is my first year, I'm going through a rough patch in my life, but I had these wonderful people around me just being really supportive. And I'm also, I love music and I, I was in a band and I'm actually playing with Bailey recently. That's been very oh, fun. Yes. So one of my all-time favorite songs is Sweet Child of Mine.
3: Oh! And
2: it's just, a, it's just a song near and dear to my heart. We're sitting there, we're all chatting, we're out on ply or we're looking at art, and there's a things called an art car. And it's mm-hmm. like a piece mm-hmm. of art, and it drives. One drives by, and I hear that, doo, 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 you know, like of, of the Sweet Child of Mine. And I just got so excited, and I went, squirrel. And he <laughs> looks and he goes, what? And I go, squirrel. And she's like, What's happening? And I went, and I just <laughs> run after this art car. And we got on and we got to dance with all these wonderful people, the sweet child of mine. And it was just like this connective, like silly, silly moment. You know, they came with me just because I love that song. And it was Aww, just
0: that's a awesome. great
2: time. Yeah. So there's, there's too many moments like that to recount. But that's always the one I come back to. Just
0: locked in as a core memory right there.
2: Yes. That's squirrel.
0: awesome. <laughs> okay, so then when has going to Burning Man ever gotten you in trouble?
2: I don't think it's ever gotten me, you know, the, nothing's really gotten me in, quote, trouble. This last year, Ryan and I were on our way to, so part of one of the things my camp likes to do is they like to make food. So we were going to make food out in deep playa. And we got everything. I, I usually take a tricycle cause then I can carry people and booze and whatever <laughs> I need to for everybody. I like to be the, you know, the caboose and help people out, but you know, I had all our food in our tricycle. And as we were going out there, this was a really dusty year, so We got stuck in a dust storm oh. and we, um, everyone else made it to their, to where they were supposed to be. But we were stuck in this dust storm, luckily at a nice art piece. So like we had some cover. But we were, we were on that thing for forty five minutes to an hour because we couldn't we couldn't see anything so we're just out in this dust storm. So, um, but that's also kind of the most magical pieces of this because you know you're out in the elements. It's all you can do. We chatted with a lot of people, getting blasted with sand, you know, drank just a beer,
0: trying to I'm reenact <laughs> Dune.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but it's but it's also the the whole piece of that is in those moments like. Another one of my favorite moments, my my first dust storm, I was at a friend's camp and we were just chatting, or not a friend's camp, it was just this random camp. I just walked in just because they invited me in and they went, okay, and I sat down and a dust storm started rolling in and I was sitting at this bar and he just looks around and he opens a beer, hands it to me and goes, you're just gonna have to sit here for a while. <laughs> and I just looked around, and I just like pulled my goggles down, and just went. I guess this is, and I stayed there for two and a half hours because I couldn't go anywhere and just got to commune and just hang out with these really great people that I never would have met. And that's kind of what happened during that dust storm. We talked with a bunch of people there, so it was
0: fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you're selling it for sure. I mean, it yeah. just sounds like a great way to interact with a bunch of people in similar circumstances. So yeah. and have a similar state of mind is you so that's cool
2: yeah well and it's 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 also just a really great place to kind of like again if you need anything you'll find somebody who's who can help you out with it and just want to support you
0: that's great. awesome. so nice. how long have you been a burner about four four years okay so okay invested
2: yeah well and i think for me like I love going. To, I, I've loved going to Burning Man because my friends are all there, and that's where they are. But I also recognize that, like, I can take a break when I need to
0: as well. <laughs> yeah,
2: because it's a lot of prep.
0: It sounds like but, a lot of prep, and then a lot of uh, just being immersed in experiences. So that can be daunting in itself.
2: Yeah. Well, and and the way that I have done it is because you know I volunteer with the emergency services team, so I end up in a spot where like you know, I'm working part of the time as well. So it's, you know, which is really fun, but it's, it's busy.
1: Oh yeah. So, so now you got me looking, I'm like, Oh, how do I do this? I want to go to Burning <laughs> Man. This looks awesome.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and the way you do this is like, you know, the whole, the biggest thing about Burning Man is that there's 10 principles of Burning Man and something that's radical inclusivity, uh, radical, radical inclusion is kind of, the, there's, there's 10 pillars. If you can find them, cause I can't remember them, but the biggest one and probably the most important one is radical self-reliance. So everything that you need, you you need to bring it. So you have to bring all of your water, all of your food, you know, your shelter, your shade for your shelter, because you are in a space where that if you don't have extra shade, that it can be really uncomfortable. Um, electrolytes are really important, which is if we're talking about things that got me in trouble, that's one of them this year. I learned electrolytes this year really necessary you you bring everything in and you bring everything out and you know they have porta potties thank god but if you are in a dust storm and can't make it you know pack it in you pack it out
0: there's <laughs> a lot of doggy bags
2: <laughs> so there's actually a lot of things you can do to about that like okay. we, we brought a toilet i have girlfriends who have what's called a, or a like a little wee package that you can do pee into it and doesn't come out and just stays in there. You take it home. Oh,
0: oh. Right.
2: So, there you go. Now you're learning all the things. Take right your pee.
1: Um. Yeah. Burning man. Thank you Take your pee and That's poo. Out. Wow.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. So,
1: <laughs> I do got a question though. Can you take like an RV in there, or do you have to like park and walk in?
0: No, no, no. You
2: can bring an RV. Uh, we used a tent, a tent this year. You know, it's just a matter of if you can bring it in, basically you can do it. Like it's just like more. Yeah, there's no problem with that. There's none. People do okay. that all the time. Tons of RVs. Nice. And there's there's a lot of things where, you know, you look at what we would call the sparkle ponies, which would be people who come in and have other people bring their stuff in them.
0: For oh, them. okay. So people that would be your industry. Paris
3: <laughs> People in the tech in-
0: Hey, you know what? I would glamp out there. I would – I oh. I'd need it to be pretty posh. Like I want to be helicoptered in and then <laughs> – I would want like a really nice RV hooked up to electricity, whether generator or solar or whatever. And then I want to be helicoptered out when I'm done and let somebody else sit in that. What was it like six and a half hour line to get out?
2: So it was a six and a half hour line in and a six and a half hour line out. Yeah. I don't want to do that. And, uh, <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing. And then that's part of the reasons why I'm like, I can take a break from, from going, but it's even in line though, it's a little bit of like, you know, you end up chatting with people. I think this year, I like, I've learned how to make these felt flowers, and I was, I went to burning this man, man this year because I officiated a wedding. Oh, so, nice! Um, it was really fun. Uh, but I made a bouquet for the bride, and so I was like making all her flowers for <laughs> out of felt. And uh, so some people in line, I showed them how to make felt felt flowers because yeah. why not? We have time to kill, and uh, people will bring games or like. I've seen like hacky sack. I've seen slam ball out in, in the parking lot, and then of course, when everything moves, everyone's like, ah, "Get in the car!" And we all, <laughs> yeah. we all
0: Everyone fail!
3: Go, go 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 go! We'll
2: be, we'll be back in a minute.
0: <laughs> so. See, someone should have all of those set up on a trailer that they're towing behind them that can just move with the line. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That yeah. would be a great art camp, like yeah. a like a great idea.
0: Well, so I we got should a do question. 1-ounce poor art camp installation trailer tax write off or something.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> when we get on Podcorn and we start to, uh, you know, bring in some endorsements, then we can talk about that one. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Fine. Fine. All right, you had a question. Yes.
1: So, cuz I was reading an article about how rich tech people are starting to kind of take over Burning Man, is it really that obvious or is it kind of overstated that that's happening?
2: And I think this is a matter of opinion because I've definitely spoken with people who have been there for the first time ever. And they're like, this is amazing. And I don't notice that at all. And I've definitely noticed a big change in just four years that I've gone.
3: Oh wow.
2: Um, So I, I think that no matter what, when you go or if you go, it's truly a magical experience, but I do recognize that there is kind of a, there, there, there does to me appear to be a bit of a shift. And it being uh-huh. kinda like their older burners who are just like really down down to the roots of all of it and everything like that <laughs> versus people who are kind of more coming in and it appears to be a little bit more, you know, more that direction. Uh-huh. If that's the best way to say it. Yeah. Um but I, I also think that um I know that the the Burning Man like organization, they're like trying to make efforts to kind of decrease some of that. So through your idea of like, I'm gonna helicopter in and then just walk to the front wall. and that doesn't work that way. Oh and no! You have to have a car to even get in or something like that.
3: Okay. So they have ways
2: to make it that no matter what, you can't just like walk in or like they they really make it that they're trying put to make the it more in. Yes, exactly. Good.
3: Good. So it's
1: not like Woodstock '99 where it's a uh, horrible horrible thing that goes bad. It's they got it pretty pretty well down then.
2: Well, what's great about it is it, it's a city, you know, they they build this place up, there's actual roads, there's actual like, infrastructure that we create, Whoa. Um, you know, like, there's like the emergency service, we have a hospital there, actually, that lets <laughs> me know, it because I, I've been in there, I've had to work in it. They, there's a lot of things that they do to really make sure that it is structured. Like the center camp, also you can find anything and anyone on camp if you need to, like on site anywhere within the eight mile radius. Wow! So like it's 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 pretty cool. Like it's really organized more than you would think for it seeming like it's the the free for all. It's really not. It's like <laughs> just being in an inner city.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> that's crazy! Wow, that's amazing!
2: Yeah, it's, so it's pretty you know. wonderful. <laughs>
1: I'm sold. Uh, I mean,
0: (laughs) I'm definitely not. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it sounds like a wonderful experience for a lot of people. I just don't want to be around a whole city's worth of people in a hot dust storm.
1: Oh, dude! See, to me, that sounds like awesome fun. I I have
2: definitely recognized that it's it's really really great. Like I, I I would prefer it for smaller amounts. You know, I, I like to call myself an introverted extrovert. I love my friends. I love my people. I want to be around people. And then I want to nap.
3: So, um, you
2: know, like, and it's really hard to even get good sleep there because the music's thumping it a lot and it can be really challenging. But oh, wow. I love yeah. it for what it was.
0: <laughs> when I worked at the radio station, we used to throw shows like out in the the Applegate area and mm. kind of Roosh area out there in Oregon, which is just out there for people that don't know Oregon, and we used to do the same. It was like a mini Burning Man esque kind of thing. A lot of different vendors would come and set up their little booths, and uh, anyway, we'd have all of our music playing, and then at I think it was like ten o'clock, we'd switch over to more EDM, and then it'd be EDM till four a.m. and oh, nice. <laughs> I remember thinking like, this is gonna be crazy. This is gonna be great, and then at Around three, I'm like, God, I just want to sleep so bad. <laughs> go in the yeah. tent. And it's just like wub 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 wub. Yeah, I'm like it's time for and, bed.
2: And I think that's the thing about this is that, like, you know, Ryan and I went, and like, I, I love the experience. I'm really glad that I've done it, and I've also kind of like that's the phases of our lives where I kind of stop and go. You know, I have had that, and I'm ready for other adventures. Yeah, like I really, just like. You know, I want to go to Kilimanjaro. Like, I, I love the art there and all of that stuff. There's other things that, like, my heart's being pulled towards. So, at this point what is my-
0: your heart being pulled toward at this? Besides Kilimanjaro, what what's next on on Zana's radar? What's what's um, your next hobby? So, if you're not so, already in it.
2: Well, I mean, I think I think if we're looking at like other things, like, of course, I'm planning a wedding. Uh, but then there's also like Ryan and I want to do our honeymoon in.
0: Um, in
2: the netherlands because we Ooh. want to go to the tulip festival oh nice and, oh very cool so um and then i think also like when i'm thinking about like other adventures like i'm just honestly excited because pandemic i felt like with because i was working as a supervisor and didn't really get much to get into my hobbies i kind of got out of the ha- i got out of habits so i'm i'm really stoked about getting back into crossfit and i'm getting in that like three days a week and i used to coach so like i'm super oh wow excited
0: okay so really, really into crossfit
2: I was really into it for a long time, and um, I'm definitely, like, wait, Bella like, Oh, God, I, this is so hard. It's back to where it was <laughs> when I first started. <laughs> but there's just, like, lo- it's not, like, new hobbies. It's more, like, getting back to what I really care about. Like, I love CrossFit. I can't, like, I got Ryan a bike recently, and so we've been able Ooh. to, like, start riding a little bit, and nice. I'm excited to, and I got a really nice bike as well. That
0: I'm. Really, oh, what'd you doing? get him?
2: Um, so we got him actually just like, I know it's like one of those coupe bikes from REI. They're really nice. It's like are a good. Kind of a like, yeah, it's great. But I got myself like this $4,000 Trek that's like.
0: Treat um, yourself, girl. Oh, it's so
2: pretty. Um, like, all, <laughs> like all the, all the wiring's internal. Yes. I 20, 26 speed or something bananas it's a dulce mm. so i'm just very excited to get that going a lot further so that's how you know you've adulted I mean,
0: though you know yeah. when you're when you're like i've adulted at this hobby because yeah. i i had a hardtail 29er that i was riding around and felt super fine with and all this stuff and then uh, actually right before the pandemic i went and bought a full suspension specialized fsr yeah, nice. i remember taking it down and looking at it and then like calling my wife and be like what do you think should i get it and she's like yeah just buy it and i'm like Woo <laughs> 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 yeah. like, i got a big boy bike <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. well and that's exactly what like this bike i bought for my birthday like i was like you we had all this stuff go through with the pandemic and i couldn't do any of the things i really liked and mm-hmm. so i <laughs> treated myself i'm just excited to have all the things
0: Bad so happening. what kind of cycling do you do? I mean, are you primarily road. all road? Um, I'm,
2: so I used to do mountain biking. Not even used to. Like, I try to do mountain biking, and I can't turn, which doesn't work if it, you're a mountain biker. It, it's, <laughs> a lot,
0: it's a lot different turning on a mountain bike than it is on a road bike. It's a lot more back on your haunches. Ellie, oh, I took yeah. her up once last year, and we got done. And she, I turned to her, and I was like, so are you interested? Like, should we do it? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, "Mm, that means no. Okay. That's a (laughs) no.
2: Well, I had this beautiful, um, I had a specialized like, you know, full suspension bike as well. It was like a great bike. I don't remember what it was. It was really great. I loved it, but I can't turn and I really want to be out there on it. And I just, I would much prefer get on my my road bike and just go as far as I can. Or it's like, there's so many great roads like through the vineyards out like towards Jacksonville and everything like really nice to get on my
0: tunes and go so what's your distance usually what what do you what do you road bike
2: so back in the day when i was doing a lot more like i i i get a good like 30 mile 40 mile. right right now i'm just happy when like i got 2015 like gosh i'm great like i'm just happy about that right now it's really fun when you kind of get back to your passions that you're just like i'm just Mm -hmm. happy to have any bit of it all the little wins i just even did a five yeah, even just a five-mile loop like a week ago, and I was like, "That was the best!" So, <laughs> so, happy to be on a bike.
1: So now here's my next question: Have you ever done Loja? Loja, no.
2: What
1: Logan is, to Jackson. What?
0: Logan to Jackson.
1: Logan to Jackson Hole.
0: No, oh, I've never. Logan done that.
1: Utah. Yeah, Logan Utah. Oh, Jackson Hole. I haven't
2: been over. I haven't been in Utah ever.
1: So I've really,
0: yeah, she's yeah. a. Uh, Pacific Northwesterner. She's
1: talking about going to Kilimanjaro, man. Like,
0: well, that's Africa. That's not Utah. People are like, "Hey, should we go to Africa or Utah?" Oh, let's go to Utah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm planning on going to Mount St. Helens to hike. You know, all right, all right, it's fair enough. Fair regions, enough. regions here, friends. Regions. Uh,
0: I mean, Utah is becoming a lot cooler, and I wish people would stop thinking it was cool. No,
1: actually, I I want people to think it's cool. No, so I, I want this thing to get as California real no. estate high, me cap out, and I'm in New Hampshire. Right. That's my goal.
0: Besides you, I'm sick and tired of the lines going up to the ski resorts. No, not me. You know what the frustrating not part man. is? Is you I... wait like an hour and a half in the canyon just to get up there. Then you get up there, and you get on the hill, and you're like, what, where is everybody?
1: Guess, guess what? It's awesome for me because I don't ski. A so. Utah <laughs> that doesn't even ski. I don't, I don't ski, and I'm waiting to get back to the northeast my get friend to retire here. and get sit on here. my, you know, Larry. sit on my butt smoke pot when i'm retired and that's my goal that's a good goal yeah
0: okay so you haven't done anything in utah logan to jackson hole or whatever where where's been your longest ride
2: so that was from san francisco to la
0: yes Mm -hmm. that sounds like a long ride
2: (laughs) so that (laughs) yes so uh what that was was my um my father's 75 but when he turned 70 um, I had just moved back from Hawaii after after my divorce, and like he was like, I really just want to do this ride. I'm like, Well, what's this ride? And he wanted to ride with this program called the AIDS Life Cycle Ride. So it's a it's a fundraiser where you you know you you raise about three thousand dollars, and I think some like huge chunk of I think it's like sixty to seventy percent of that money that you raise uh, goes to the AIDS Life Cycle or Foundation, which is you know to nice. help find a cure for AIDS. Yeah. yeah. And um, he has tons of friends who've been doing this ride forever. So I was like, "Well, Dad, shit, I'll do it with you. If you if you're if you're gonna do it, I'll do it." Like, seventy year old man, I can do this. No big deal. Um, <laughs> that face it uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
2: what it's funny is that like he was he's the kind of guy where he just like nothing gets to that guy. He is just like the happiest go lucky guy ever. So he may not be like physically like. Strong dude, but he's like, oh, I'll just keep going. He's like at the back of the line, just like this is just great, just happier. And I'm maybe in the middle of the pack, but like I hate everything because it just gets hard. But it was this great ride where you, you know, you raise this amount of money, then you you do this ride. You train all year for it, and you do like maybe a hundred. 100, 100 miles a day or something like that sometimes you get a 70 to 80 you camp along the way and they provide food and everything like that you're just with this really great community where you know you're just hanging out all day and just that's awesome 3,000 people 3,000 people write it
0: 3,000
2: so, it's about 3,000 that's I a think, good
0: well. that's a good clip of people
2: yeah there's <laughs> it was a lot and where are you guys right, writing? Uh, down, parts of the, parts of the one and like, you know, around there, like we went from San Francisco to Santa Cruz and then Santa Cruz to like, um, there's all kinds of stops that I can't remember, but yeah, single file all the way down is the rule.
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's crazy.
1: See, and that's the thing. It seems like the biking community does a lot for charity because, I actually, I've heard of, the, I, don't, I don't know if you've heard of this, but Saints to Sinners. So you start out in Salt Lake, and you go to Vegas.
0: Oh, yeah, you know what? One of our, my old co-workers did that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Saints to Sinners, and it's for ALS.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big ride out here.
1: Yeah. that's a, And that's why I was surprised when you didn't know what Loja was, because I don't know what the...
0: Well, I don't road bike. I'm not good on the
1: yeah, road Yeah, but have you ever seen those low toe joe Loja like uh, keep an eye out you'll see a bike no, and then look. that on so many cars out here all right there we go so freaking many cars have you
0: done any of those like tough mutters or
2: i have done one. oh i've actually Z- done two of those wait okay it, did i do two
0: of those did you have to go through tasers oh yeah oh that sounds hey, it sounds dumb me
2: like a like a like a fucking stone oh really?
0: oh. <laughs> oh no right Sparta, Spartans. You always see the people that have all the stickers all over their cars of all the Spartans they've done and the the tough mutters.
2: I've done a few. Like I, I think I did a, I did a half half marathon tough mutter, and then there was another one we did. I think we, I know I've done one of the Spartan races too. I've done a few of those, and those are just kind of fun when you just want to go roll in the mud and just you know get dropped by electricity because why not? Uh,
0: You know. That's what I wake up you in like the morning thinking. Like, yeah, if that <laughs> would have
1: happened to me, I'd be like peeing myself going, I'm up. <laughs> it's the probably ground. What it's half not the, nearly that bad. <laughs> That's you what know, half the mud is. It's just piss.
0: It was dry ground and then people started running through it.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I know what <laughs> I'm <laughs> about.
0: <laughs> so it sounds like Xana just in a hole is just adventuring. Outdoor adventuring. And indoor if if CrossFit is indoors, right? Yeah. Right. Um
2: well I mean we do some outside in Hawaii we used to do it on the beach and that was really great.
0: <laughs> so, I I've, I've done CrossFit with my wife and she I always made it sound like I I did CrossFit. I'm like, "Yeah, my wife and I did CrossFit." And Ellie's like, "No, nah, I did CrossFit. You showed up." <laughs> <laughs> you came. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I, I was not I was not for the CrossFit that much. Uh, for our, our honeymoon, we were in New Zealand and we went to a CrossFit class in New Zealand and I looked like a small child. <laughs> These ladies had like huge boulder shoulders and oh, yeah. and like in the United States CrossFit, especially in Ashland, it was kinda like, you know, okay, you gotta row and then you gotta power clean and then you gotta kip, then you gotta do like wall squats and that kind. Of, in New Zealand, they're like you got to be on these rings for a half hour and then dip every ten minutes. And I'm like, well, hold on now. I don't know if you've seen my physical prowess or not, but I am not five foot two and also five foot two wide.
1: <laughs> muscle. With that clarification, muscle.
0: <laughs> these ladies were just like, no, you just hold yourself like this, and then like, bip, bip, bip. And I'm like, I can't. I can't one hold myself and I can't also beep. Like that just doesn't yep. doesn't work. Yeah. Well, and the whole
2: original idea of CrossFit was like functional fitness. So the idea was like everything you were doing was translating into everyday life. So like if you're doing a lunge, you should be able to tie your shoes. If you're squatting, you're getting on, on and off the toilet. Like that was like – the what with, with Glassman, or I think that's what's the guy's name. Like that was his original idea of all of it. And then it turned into this whole like just they're freaking monsters. They're crazy. They're um, <laughs> crazy. But like, oh they're so bananas. And um to like, some Yo, what's
0: like the a- wad today, bro? What's the wad? And I'm like, Oh, don't say that. Why are you saying <laughs> yeah. that out loud? But it's a thing. You gotta know the wad.
1: Actually one you of the, the uh, yeah, one of the former CrossFit champions of the world like went to the U Played football for him.
0: Well, look at that. See,
2: is that Froning?
1: Tommy hackenbrook I
2: don't know who that is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not cool
2: enough to remember. You
1: CrossFit. The only reason I know that is because I did work for this guy who was like friends with him. He's like, oh yeah, he was like world champion. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Mm -mm. Like, "Mm, no. Yeah.
2: See, I think my thing is with this is though is that like what I like about it is the you can scale everything. Every movement can be made into something else that is doable, that's challenging in a way that, like, you can – it's the best bang for your buck. At least that's what I've always noticed when it comes to, like, you know, fitness and movement and, like, if, if I really was like, okay, I want to be able to do these things, CrossFit's always been the best way for me to get there.
0: I think CrossFit is overall, like, a really good way to get – Everything dialed in. You know, it's not oh, just yeah. like, oh, we're not just lifting. We're not just running. We're not just rowing. The thing I think CrossFit could do better is if they had like a Pee Wees class.
1: Yep. And then the
0: serious <laughs> class, because I would show yeah. up at the Pee Wees class and be like, oh, here we go. And if they had a really like a uh, soft instructor that's like, dude, you're doing great. Like, you didn't do that right, but yeah. let me show you. You're doing great. Let me just tell you you're doing great. And then See, if they gave you like a you- little a little belt. And they'd be like, Yeah, you, you earned this, buddy. Yeah.
1: See, I've <laughs> got a bad problem of thinking of seeing somebody do it and be like, Yeah, I can do that. And then I go over and try and I'm like, Ah, my back's out. I've got to <laughs> just crawl <laughs> out now. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, and I think that's like, that's definitely something with the community. The thing I loved about, I think there's an pro- ongoing theme for me is communities. Like when you have great people that you just want to be around and have fun with. And when I got started in CrossFit when I, in like 2013, it was just a bunch of friends getting together, just like pick up every shit, put it down. Yeah. Like that was just <laughs> all we wanted to do. And it was just like a, the camaraderie was there. And I definitely noticed that there's a little bit of a difference in the community now. It's a little bit more difficult to like kind of get in and just like, you know, the inclusivity is not really as, as strong, um, but, there's nothing better than working out with buddies. Like, I love oh, it so like, much. It's crazy. Yeah, even having Bailey here today it was so much fun. Like, it's just, you know, when I can get Ryan to go do something with me sometimes.
0: Oh,
1: yeah.
2: He's yelling at me right now because now I'm mentioning it. He's like, sure.
1: well, <laughs> so. I was going to say, 23, 2013, you were kind of an OG Crossfitter then. Like, oh, yeah. Right out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That was when, you know, 95 pounds for a woman was, like, bananas. And now, like, and, and 65 pounds was really, like, the RX weights. And now, like, 95 is, like, what the 65 used to be. And it's just,
0: no, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> well, it's funny that you talk about the, like, inclusivity of, of working out with friends and being around that that group and all that because i was actually talking to my wife we don't go to church right and i was talking to her like it's kind of i don't know my my parents always had friends from church and like sundays they'd all go hang out and eat their bagels and whatnot and i was like we need something like that so we should just formulate
1: thanks a lot drew like a every sunday i come over here and talk to a random people and we
0: you know, right. this yeah. is, this is a good. We could call this the Pod Church or something. I don't <gasps> no. know. Drew, I
1: but, think we're gonna become cult leaders. Uh, the yes. one out poor That is <laughs> yes.
0: No, that is one of my all time dreams. Do not. That I would I would be a great cult leader. I know this. I know you. I would filled indeed. out the aptitude test and it was like cult leader. It's <laughs> like ah, there we but go. But that's always
2: like the coolest thing ever. Like like not like cult. Like woo cult. That's not what I'm trying to say. But like what I'm, I'm trying to get. <laughs> like, Drink man, the Kool Aid. Back up. No, but that's the other thing, is like when you think of hobbies, like what's what's better than doing fun things with people you care about and love? Exactly. Like there's nothing better than that. Like if we were to say what's Susanna's hobby, it's I like doing fun things with my people. I want my people. And of course I need to move because I am also a golden retriever. Um, but like, you know, Pulling people together is a big thing like and I don't think as unless you have church like I don't think there's a lot of good places for people to gather and, and gatherings it's a need it's a need
0: That's... it's like a basic <laughs> human need
2: oh absolutely <laughs> we're animals and we're kind of pack animals all so right and have...
0: it's funny because it's like yeah. Ryan's into shooting so I'm like let's go shooting <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Bailey's into guitar I'm like just sit there and play guitar you're beautiful just play it <laughs> And then, like, I came out there, and Bailey's like, oh, hey, you want to go play D&D? I'm like, hell yes. Like,
2: yeah. That was so much Hrothgar. Hrothgar.
0: So, uh, (laughs) I haven't shared this with the listeners yet, so this will be a brief little tidbit, but one of our future episodes will actually be with the entire uh, D&D crew explaining (laughs) D&D. And I don't know, maybe we involve, like, uh a couple a rolls thing. or something yeah a little campaign uh, i don't know a little a
2: little something something
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. cuz thus far we've had uh we've had everybody from that campaign on the show so yeah we you know we've rounded it out Everybody, nice. every, all of our devout listeners will be like, oh, I remember their show. I know that person. And by devout yep. listeners, I mean my mom and dad. I
1: so. was going to say, so your mom and dad are going to be like, <laughs> hey, yeah, you're yeah, going to talk to all it's your
0: buddies oh, all your friends are on together. Yes. <laughs> my mom and dad. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, what would you like to leave the listeners with? Um, Little, little pearl wisdom. You've shared so much. We're going to fall back up on the Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Um, Hopefully <laughs> it will. It's going
2: to.
3: It's going to. It it's will. Gonna. I'm so excited. Got to
0: put it in the ether. It's going to happen. Uh, I mean, we've covered a lot. Yeah. Hiking. Burner. Biking. Crossfitting. What a- now
2: I'm heading into Dungeons and Dragons.
1: <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons a little bit. Kind of touched on that one, yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to get way into it
0: in That's a couple really episodes. Talking. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, anything you want to leave our listeners with? What's your future hobbies holding? Maybe you're getting back into an older one that you're like, I see a guitar on the back wall. Is that gonna be something? Well, I already I, is I've something, a, right?
2: Well, I've been in a band the last two, three years. Uh, Lily Joe's Revolution.
3: Ooh, we're
2: fun. Nice. Um, and um, I like to write music, or at least I'm, I, I, I pretend I can write music. It's more of this has been kind of a a. a intermittent hobby since i was like in high school and i like to sing but it's it's a learning thing is what it is like so it's been very fun but yeah so there might be more of that all
0: right we look forward to to it it. (laughs) (laughs) well cool any any last parting words of wisdom to our listeners
2: no i'm just so glad i got to to to, got to commune with you all
0: i'm very excited
2: (laughs) (laughs) I, I hope to come hang out again, and I hope everybody finds people that they can go play with and have fun.
0: Yes, yes. Go find your peoples. Go find your, your churches, your gathering go spots. Go find a joy. Yes. <laughs> well, like always, drink it one ounce at a time. And or as
1: you're going to say, and hobby be unto you.
0: Oh, is that our, is, are you adding a new thing? There you go, oh, man. Oh, I forgot to call our and people our ouncers. with
1: you. Yep. Yeah. And hobby with you. And hobby with you. Honor
0: and amen you. You.
1: Can't steal that, man. We gotta think of some new stuff. We're gonna really bring in the money and the and the uh, followers here.
0: And hobbies be to you. I, we forgot to say the answers. We forgot to call of our listeners the answers. That's a big thing. We were supposed to start that. We forgot about it. So hey, You ouncers out there. Drink it one ounce at a time.
1: And peace be unto you. And hobby (laughs) unto you. And hobby unto you. And hobby unto you. All right.
0: There we go.